0: Pilchus brachas, chapter 11, halacha 1. Most brachas open with barach and close with barach, other than the last bracha of kriyashma, or brachas that are connected to prior brachas, or brachas on food and the like, and the brachas for doing mitzvahs. Of those, most of the brachas in which we express praise and thanks for God, we open with barach, but we do not close with barach. Still, there are some when we close with barach, but do not open with barach. By the way, typically what that means is if the introduction starts with baruch and then there's a close of the bracha that has baruch in it, that's opening and closing with baruch. If the bracha is just one line, like Bray Priya Itz, so that's opening with baruch but not closing with baruch. And then closing with baruch but not opening with baruch is when there's an introduction that doesn't begin with baruch but then there is baruch at, at the end. Halacha 2, there are blessings on the mitzvahs, like sukkah, lulav, and the like, in which a person is required to do the mitzvah. And there are also blessings on mitzvahs, like mezuzah, where a person is not strictly required to do the mitzvah, he's just required to do the mitzvah if he's in a house that requires a mezuzah. Halacha 3, there are also brachas on things that are required medir i from, like, for example, mikra megillah, and lighting the Hanukkah lights. In any of these cases, we make the bracha before we do the mitzvah. And the nusach is, asher kadishanu b'mitzvei yisav followed by the mitzvah, that is the one who sanctified us with his mitzvahs and commanded us to do the following. Halacha 4. The reason we don't make a bracha before washing our hands after the meal is that that institution was to protect us from danger, and we don't typically make a bracha on that. Halacha 5. If a person was supposed to make a bracha before doing a mitzvah and did not do so, as long as the mitzvah is still happening, he can continue to make the bracha. But if he has finished doing the mitzvah, he cannot make the bracha. For example, sitting in a sukkah. If a person is still in a the sukkah, they can make the bracha. Halacha 6. But if, for example, he shechted an animal without making a bracha, he's already shechted the animal, he cannot go back and make a bracha. Halacha 7. A person who is converting to Judaism may not make the bracha before converting, obviously, because he cannot say that he was commanded until he is already a Jew. Therefore, a convert makes a bracha on the immersion after immersing. Halacha 8. Whenever the mitzvah requires something else to be done after performing one aspect of the mitzvah, the bracha comes later. For example, there's no bracha on making a lulav, there's a bracha on taking the lulav. There's no bracha on making a sukkah, there's a bracha on sitting on a sukkah. The same thing applies in similar situations like making a shafar, making tzitzis, and so on. Halacha 9, we say the shechianu bracha over birchas mitzvahs when the mitzvah is something that only comes up from time to time, like sukkah, lulav, mikramagilla, etc., when the mitzvah includes acquisition of new property, like tefillin, or a mitzvah that we do very infrequently, like circumcision, pidin Ben, and the like. Halacha 10, one may make a bracha for doing mitzvahs even if he's fulfilling the mitzvah for someone else, like blowing the shefar and the like, but if he's doing the mitzvah for someone else, he should not say ashechianu, other than if it's his first time doing the mitzvah that season. And we don't say one ashechidishanu for a group of mitzvahs, rather we say an individual ashechidishanu for each mitzvah. 11, and there's a bit of disagreement on this point, but the Rambam says that if a person is doing the mitzvah himself, he uses the standard bracha, but if he's doing the mitzvah for another person, he should simply bless concerning the mitzvah, that is, speaking generally, that God commands us with regard to the mitzvah. Alachas twelve and thirteen give examples of this. So, for example, the bracha for putting on tefillin is La niach tefillin to put on tefillin. The bracha for sitting in a sukkah is Leish ba to sit in a sukkah, and the like. Installing a mezuzah, the bracha is Likbaya mezuzah to affix a mezuzah. But when putting a mezuzah on someone else's home, the bracha is al kavias mezuzah, concerning the affixing of a mezuzah. Halacha 14, if a person is doing a mitzvah for himself and for others, like putting up an eruv, if the mitzvah is not something obligatory, we don't need to put up an eruv, however, if you want to do certain things, you need an eruv. The form of the bracha is al eruv, concerning the requirement of an eruv. But if the mitzvah is a requirement, like blowing shafar, then the form is lishmaya kol Shafar to hear the sound of the sheifar. Halacha 15, continuing on the same theme, if a person makes the bracha on taking the lulav before he takes the lulav, the bracha is li lulav, to take the lulav. However, if he takes the lulav and makes the bracha at the same time, the bracha is al lulav, concerning the taking of the lulav. And since washing one's hands is completely rishus, completely optional, right, you don't have to have bread, so the bracha is al nati concerning the washing of hands. And as we will learn, when a person makes the bracha on bir chametz, so he has already decided that the chametz will be batal, and so he has already done part of the mitzvah, the bir chametz, therefore, is just a continuation. And so he says, al bir concerning the destruction of chametz. Halacha 16, and concerning those customs which were instituted by the neviim by the prophets, like, for example, taking a rabbi's on Hashanah Rabba, and saying hello, no bracha is necessary. Whenever there is a question about whether a bracha is necessary, one should not say a bracha, and a person should always be careful with respect to not saying brachas that he need not say, and in making brachas, which he must say. As the tells us, Every single day, I will bless you.